On 102.4 FM across Rotherham and around the world at redroadfm.com. Music is live. This is Red Road FM. Blackjack 21 there from the great Tubber T. But I'm delighted to announce we've got over the phone lines with us right now. So, Toddler, on with the first question. Um, tell us how you got started with DJing. DJing? Okay, well, as a young man growing up in Sheffield, at the time there was a radio station called SCR, Sheffield Community Radio. Uh, it was a pirate station, and that was one of the only ways you could hear hip-hop music, R&B, reggae, etc. So I used to listen to that a lot and record it on cassette and listen to it to and from school. Uh, at the same time, I was... Uh, kind of obsessed with Kim Westwood on BBC Radio 1 um, and Yo! MTV Raps, which was a, a flagship hip-hop show on telly. So uh, I was a hip-hop boy. I was obsessed with rap music. And every time I watched a video or heard a DJ, I thought, you know what, I can beat him. I can't rap. And it'll sound stupid if I rap, but I can beat a DJ. So I started buying records as young as sort of 10. Um, obviously, at that age, you ain't got much money for any at all right. uh, so the idea of having turntables was an absolute myth <laughs> so for the younger audience that don't know what turntables are they were record players or our record players where you buy vinyl and mix records nowadays you mix off mp3s and usbs but back then you had bought vinyl so i was starting to buy vinyl slowly but by the time i was sort of probably 14 15 and i did a few paper rounds and did a few odd jobs for friends and family i finally got turntables that were usable and uh, started mixing records properly and uh, yeah I would just try and get in at any party and play records at any possible place any possible you know function that had had me and then when I was about 16, 17 and I stepped out as a young man into into Sheffield and in, you know away from you know just being at home as such I met like-minded people and other music lovers and they invited me to start playing at their events and the rest of the say Brings me all the way to you. Yeah, awesome. Mad. Yeah. So the name, um, the name Toddler T. Tell us how you got that, and uh, also who were your early influences as you grew up with, uh, obviously the music industry and how you wanted to get there. Mm. Yeah, no problem. Well, basically, Toddler T is uh, self-explanatory in terms of always being the younger. So, like I say, when I was like ten, eleven, twelve, buying records, and then when I was playing records at fourteen, fifteen, etc., I was always the younger the older so the people used to call me little Tom because I was small or baby Tom right. or you know <laughs> little, and toddler Tom was one of them that just stuck and now I'm far from a toddler I'm, I'm in my 30s with toddlers <laughs> so to actually change the name now might be a bit mad um, yeah. growing up in Chef obviously the influence I just said there SCR Radio um, Tim Westwood a lot of the American rap rap uh, rappers and producers but the ones that really made me think you know what I can do this I can do this seriously with the local DJs and producers we're talking about DJ Pipes talking about Winston Hazel we're talking about Chris Cuffield we're talking about Parrot we're talking about Ross Orton and these are people from Sheffield who made and played music so brilliantly and so inspiringly I thought you know what yeah. I can do this and I think you know even though the, the, the further field you know American DJs and rappers um, were inspiring it was the people back home that made me really believe that it was possible for someone to do this from where we're from you know yeah yeah. and I imagine you got a, a lot of support from uh, from parents and, and yeah. friends around you yeah 100% like my mum and dad were mad cool like obviously growing up you want golf clubs one week then you want a computer game the next and then you want rollerblades and you know what I mean so yeah when they, I said, oh, I want to do music, I think initially they were like, oh, here we go again. But because I was obviously so obsessed with it, 
they were gracious enough and I was blessed enough to have parents that let me go down that route. And when I left school at 16, I didn't know what to do because all I cared about was music. And I wasn't very good academically because my mind wouldn't really focus on things other than music. It was weird. Yeah. So I went to college in Leeds, to Leeds College of Music for a year. Um, and to be honest, by the time I got there, I knew how to do the craft of what I wanted to do. But it was an experience of meeting like-minded people. I met some of my best friends there. And, you know, growing up as a young man, you know, getting on a train and going and experiencing a different city. But they were blessed enough to, and blessing me enough to be able to do that. So that support in my home base was very, very vital. And, you know, I can't thank them enough, really. But now they come to, my dad comes to the raves with me sometimes. My mum loves hearing my stuff on the radio. So it's a joy. Like, it's lovely to see them, like, you know, be yeah. into it as well. And um, from, like, 14, 15 on, all my friends I met have pretty much been music stuff. So. I guess you could say music my life. Obviously, my children are, you know, born out of someone that does music, and it's just mad. It's just pure yeah. music, basically, yeah. Yeah, it sounds brilliant. Um, we're going to play your track, Ungrateful Now, featuring Andrea Martin. Wicked. Which is Get just in. another tune. Starts, wicked, off with a, starts off with a little, like, I'm not sure how to describe it, like an outdoor-y kind of sound effect. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wanted this song to sound like she was busking on the street with a choir behind her that's why I got all the sound effects in the background that's in Jamaica from a trip recently awesome. and I wanted to make it feel like she was singing on the street because her voice is so powerful and so brilliant I didn't want to just shadow it with production throughout the whole record so I thought let me just imagine her in the street singing and blowing people's minds and then in the middle boom drop it that's what this song's about in terms of the production awesome so this is Toddler T featuring the great Andrea Martin it's Ungrateful on Red Road FM Great, ungrateful there from the legend that I've got on the phone with me, Toddler T. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> moving on to the album Foreign Light now. Uh, obviously, what inspired you to make the album and how long did it take? Because I imagine it took quite a while. Well, as you hear, the lady singing there is called Andrew Martin. I was lucky enough to have DJ booking in New York about, just over about two and a half years ago, and I had a day off um, the day after the, the show. Um, so I was really keen to work with some people in New York in the studio rather than just dossing around eating burgers and looking at Empire State Building. I thought, I mean, you know what, let me just go and try and make music. Because obviously New York was influencing massively musically with all the rap music that came out of there over the years. So anyway, last story short, met up with Andrea Martin and her spirit and her vibe and her writing was just next level. And I just decided right there on the spot that that was kind of the woman that I wanted to make this record. Right. Um, she is just incredible. I mean... In terms of what she brings to my record, it's just like a whole new level of anything I've worked on before. Yeah. Uh, and it makes me, it made me do things and work in a, almost like the bar was so high I had to kind of, you know, step up to her. And uh, yeah, the concept of the record was something that I wanted to make in my life right at that time. The first time I met her was in October, two years ago, and I finished it literally two years straight after. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah it was like a two-year process from meeting her to actually handing over the record to say right let's let this out to the public um and yeah i mean it's funny because i said you know it's a it's a record that i really wanted to make and i had no expectation for it to do particularly well or uh -huh. to people even necessarily like it or whatever it was quite self-indulged so the fact that yourself and others love it it just fills me with joy because it's just a bonus and it's cool because like the cover art is a picture of a bird and my friend andy nicholson took the photo he's one of my best friends and i always loved that photo and to me it represented like a bird flying from one place to another and that's yeah. what this album's about for me in a way it's about like growing up and doing what i want and yeah, seeing a new light but that bird actually was flying over upper fort so there's a little little inside yeah people think that's so exotic or nah man it's just in the sky and upper foot and then on the back of the actual artwork is where I grew up which is Park Hill oh and, that's um, brilliant so it's kind of like representing where I, where I come from and yeah. and you know what I mean so yeah, yeah man it's a joy I, I, I've, it's been so much fun having this record out it's been a while since I had an album out yeah, well, and yeah man it's, it's a joy my other son's out here Elliot He's, he lives on City Road <laughs> Oh, City Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi there. Wicked, wicked. That's too cool, yeah. I mean, I grew up um, just up from Park Hill, right between Park Hill and Norfolk Park, and went to Manor Lodge School and went to Grace Owen Nursery School. And yep. yeah, that area obviously is, uh, you know, my foundation. Awesome. Okay, so mm. we're going to move on to the two songs that you've picked for us today, your two favourite songs. So um, you've picked uh, Carly Simon. It's called Why. So why have you picked that uh, tune? I don't know what it is about this record. It's produced and written by Nell Rogers from Cheek. Um, I just think that the production is like literally perfect. I think the writing of the song is so heartfelt and beautiful. And I think it molds so many genres effortlessly. It sounds like reggae, it sounds like soul, it sounds like disco, it sounds like funk, it sounds like pop. It sounds like everything without it sort of being remotely contrived and yeah. when I actually went to I was learning piano a few years ago and we were trying to learn the song with my piano player who's like obviously really musically advanced and he was like yo the way that he's worked these chords is really bizarre and I think even though it's really pop sensibility it's quite a strange record at the same time and to me it's kind of the perfect record yeah. um, and it makes sets emotions up in me that it's just I just love it so much it's just incredible awesome well we're going to play that one now it's Polly Simon. Request of the one and only Toddler T today. Carly Simon, that's why, requested Jeez. by our legend that is on the phone with us, Toddler T. Yo, it's Max. We're live in the wreck. We mad. are. Red Road FM. <laughs> so I've got uh, a few more questions before you play uh, Before you play your last song. Uh, cool. Well, the last song on your album, I think, it is Magna. It's just a tune. But uh, yeah. the question is, what would be uh, your favourite aspect of your job? Five, oh, I, I just think there's so much. It's so dynamic because I do radio, I do, I play in parties. I, I, I'm lucky enough to travel the world with DJs. Wow, in. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what I mean. I obviously go to music studio, 
But I don't know. There's something about making music, and when you when you when I'm sat in my chair in my studio, and a, a song sort of gets to a certain point, that you just get this like sort of a feeling that is just. I just love it so much. I love making music so much. I can hardly put yeah. it into words. And I think that's the thing that I will always love because, you know, traveling and playing to big crowds is a great adrenaline and rare, rare, rare. But I feel like that feeling that you get from making music is just, I'll be, hopefully I'll be like that if I make it all the way to 80. <laughs> where, where it's like, when, when I'm 80, I probably won't want to play in front of 17 year old. No. You know what I mean? I'll be like, oh, I can't move. <laughs> so I think making music is the kind of, uh, the essence and the, of why I love every, uh, why I love in this and everything else is just a massive bonus, you know? So uh, yeah, obviously, would you um, would you say you preferred gigs with thousands, or would you prefer like more, more intimate gigs with you know like a hundred or so? Yeah, I mean it's a different experience. Like it's kind of mad, like banging it out to thousands of people. Like it's 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 kind of a different experience. But I've always been a fan of the smaller shows, and you know the crowd being really up in front of you, and there's less expectation to play the bigger records. And it's, I don't know. I think there's. A charm to both of them. Yeah, and they're totally different experiences. But there's something about the smaller shows that, you know, it feels more, feels more like your party. Yeah. Rather than you know the DJ mm. on the stage. Like I don't know. It's 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 definitely it's a fine line between the two. But I'd probably say the smaller ones are kind of better for for my personal soul. You know. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, that sounds good. How would you? Uh, how do you manage your work life with? Um, I know your uh, your family life and home life because I understand yeah. that you've got a, a family now and. You played Best yeah. of All last night, so that would have obviously yeah. got in the way, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty mad, like I was saying, just off air there. It's just literally, uh, me and my partner's diaries are, like, synced to the minute. Like, I'll be high-fiving her as I'm out the door and holding a child. She's coming in with the shopping, and then she's going to do a gig, and I'm going... It's just about being super organised, and it's quite ironic because I'm traditionally the most unorganised, scatty <laughs> person. Like, I lose, like, my keys every other week. I lose phones regular. But with, no, when Mrs. the family came along, like, yeah, when the family came along, I just kind of locked into this position and I've got a routine that's really solid where I drop the kids off and I go to the studio and then I pick them up. And it's just about being super organized. And it, to be honest, like, it, it was better, it was really good for me because, as I say, I'm so scatty and unorganized. Sometimes I'd be wasting time just from being useless. Whereas, like, <laughs> now there is no time to be useless. Everything, every minute counts. Yeah, um, definitely. And it is mad, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's an absolute joy. Like having a family is the best thing I've ever done. Um, and it just, you know, the music obviously is my first love, I suppose you could call. So have have both going side to side. It's just, I'm so blessed. It's yeah, amazing. yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. yeah. So um, the final question we have for you is: Do you have any other future projects that you can uh, tell us about? Uh, the future, uh, not really anything I can talk about yet because it's not set in stone. Blah blah blah. But okay. I can say that I will be um, about in Sheffield for Tuesday Club soon with Coco. Coco is a Sheffield MC who rolls with me quite a lot. He's just, he's, he's, he, he's such an incredible, not only talent, but human being. So we're going to be about producing a load of stuff for his new EP. So that'll be me like, sort of doing production. I'm doing a remix couple of remixes right now okay. um, for some big artists but I can't really say okay. <laughs> uh, but I'll make sure you get them and uh, yeah I'm going I'm to want to just be kind of springboarding off the, the I suppose you could say success of Foreign Light into a bigger project next yeah. year and get back on the production um, yeah. I guess you could say conveyor belt because uh, I kind of 
didn't do it for a while and it's, I'm really inspired again so I expect loads more music so I've actually uh, got another question for you T do you need somebody to make the tea tea <laughs> <laughs> uh, always ready for a tea making you know especially as a as, as I'm growing older, I, I've become the herbal tea before bed guy. Oh, Yay, peppermint rolls. Yorkshire tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, so I'm on that now. So, I mean, all it is is dunking an actual tea bag in hot water, which is possibly <laughs> the simplest cuisine out there. But I'm always up for help in any ways. Yes, awesome. Well, T, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute privilege to have you on. Uh, taking the nah, time man, out of your day. Man. Pick up yourself, man. You're the future. You've got the passion. You've got the drive. What you're doing is so important, not only for Sheffield, but for the team. For you, you've obviously loved this thing like I did when I was your age. And no matter what happens, you'll be doing it. And the fact you're doing it for love means that hopefully one day you can turn this into somebody. If not, it's all good. So thanks for having me, man. Like I say, I don't do the radio thing too tough, but I really could feel your spirit even through the socials. So thanks for having me, man. It's been an absolute joy. This is Red Road.